I'm walking down the path in my garden and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone, and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the ride-on sooner. With the Cress robotic lawnmower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilize the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the ride-on. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Hello and welcome back to the RHS Gardening Podcast. Throughout the gardening year, we bring you seasonal advice and tips from RHS experts, plus features and discussions about all aspects of gardening, plant care, growing your own fruit and vegetables, pest control, garden design, ideas for small spaces, and much more. I'm Tony Dixon, one of the RHS's team of horticulture advisors based at RHS Garden Wisley in Surrey. Coming up in this edition, Greening Grey Britain, Health and Happiness in Horticulture. Find out about this year's National Gardening Week and the RHS campaign to improve the nation's physical and mental well-being through gardening. A behind-the-scenes look at the Lindley Library, which has just reopened its doors after a major refit and redevelopment. And, as always, we'll give you the latest news on RHS events across the UK. But first, with official British summertime nearly upon us, there are plenty of jobs to be getting on with in the garden. And this time of year is especially busy for those who like to grow their own fruit and vegetables... Let's hear about some of the key tasks you've been tackling in your garden now. Yeah, I'm Jim Arbery, horticultural specialist at the RHS Garden Wisley. And uh, we're here near to the uh, vegetable garden, not so far from the fruit garden either. Sort of thinking about what we might be seeing in late March. March is really just the start of the spring in the vegetable garden. We start to be able to sow the first seeds that are more hardy can sow at a lower temperature things like broad beans and peas can be sown in in march because they need a lower temperature maybe six degrees c would be okay for those now so from late march you can start to sow things like beetroot salads such as rocket and lettuce carrots particularly if you've got them under protection as the soil starts to warm up for early carrots you might sow them and scorzonera which is one of the other root vegetables related to the dandelion which is an interesting choice, you know, away from uh, carrots and parsnips. Parsnips, if it's warm enough, but parsnips do need good conditions to germinate, and though often it's recommended to sow them even as early as February or March, unless the soil's warm, they could be delayed into April or May. So don't rush with the parsnips unless the soil conditions are really good. If you've sown things under glass, they should be coming on. Things like radish and salad mixes, they'll often mature in just a few weeks, six weeks, something like that. So if you sow them at the beginning of March, they should be coming on nicely. So also time to sow more radish. When you do that, it's always worth it with radish to space them out about two and a half centimetres, an inch apart, single seeds, rather than thinning them. That way you get better radish than if you have to thin them. Also, the end of March, it's a time to be planting early potatoes but only the early ones because they're still at risk of frost when they come up, so you may need to cover them to protect them. 
and also you can start to put in onion sets at the end of March but they shouldn't be earlier than that otherwise they're more at risk to bolting if there's cold weather so um, they're done right at the end of March. If you've got strawberries you can have put uh, a polythene cloche over them probably beginning of March but you still could late March but by putting a polythene cloche on in early March you will get strawberries about 10 to 14 days earlier which in the south of England where we are is around um, middle of May somewhere around Chelsea Flower Show week actually in most years and if you buy cold stored strawberry runners it's a good time to plant them in March and they will actually fruit about 60 days later so planted in, in late March they should start to fruit, you know, beginning of June in the sort of strawberry time. So uh, they're worth planting then. And if you buy big, good, cold-stored runners, they will actually be able to fruit in the first year. With strawberries as well, you can start to look out. As soon as they get leaves, they may get aphids. So look out for those, you know, if that's a, if that's a problem. And likewise with the aphids, you get on broad beans as well. As, as soon as the weather warms up, they tend to get black aphids. You'd be doing some other sowing inside with um, probably mostly with brassicas they'd have been in modules probably already sown but growing on to plant out not so long from now so you know you would also be looking at brassicas and what you've been eating um, from the vegetable garden nothing from the fruit garden at this time of year but for the vegetable garden you should still be able to eat some purple sprouting broccoli and kale which over winter and still a bit early for asparagus but they will sometimes start to show depending on the year and on the site if it's a warm site also in the fruit garden you can be still finishing off um, pruning of apples and pears although they will start to, buds will start to be moving now so you can be finishing off with the pruning and also mulching and applying any fertilizer depending on how they're growing you might give them a general fertilizer about 70 grams per square meter in the spring sort of march time is good not really earlier than that because if you get wet weather you tend to get leaching and loss of the nutrients so that should be um, about the time to do that and again starting to look out for pests and diseases with apples as they come into flower which is again a bit later but be the start of seeing caterpillars um, eating the leaves and if you've got early flowering fruits such as peaches and apricots perhaps growing on a south-facing wall or fence or under glass, then it is well worth hand-pollinating them on warm days using a soft brush or a rabbit's tail on a stick to gently transfer the pollen from one flower to the next. And that really does work. If, of course, it's really warm and the bees are flying and the trees are covered in bees, then there's no need to hand-pollinate. The bees do a better job than we do. But hand-pollination can be useful. Also useful if you've got early strawberries under glass, perhaps in pots or grow bags, hand pollinating those because you again may not be getting the pollinating insects. Jim Arbery in the Model Vegetable Garden at RHS Wisley in Surrey. The fabulous raised beds, greenhouses and growing displays are the perfect place to get inspiration for cultivation techniques and vegetable varieties for your own vegetable plot or allotments. You can also find more information on all aspects of gardening techniques on the advice pages of the RHS website. There you can also watch video guides to key seasonal tasks. Go to rhs.org.uk forward slash advice. I'm Tony Dickerson and you're listening to the RHS Gardening Podcast. With Easter just around the corner, garden lovers are spoilt for choice with RHS attractions and events that all the family will enjoy. There's plenty for young gardeners to get involved with at all RHS gardens over the coming weeks. 
At Harlow Car, there will be stories, crafts and bunnies galore, plus the magical lint gold bunny hunt. Celebrate Easter with us and become a garden detective for the Easter holidays. If you need to burn off some of that chocolate after all the festivities, we'll be celebrating National Gardening Week. At RHS Garden Hyde Hall between the 11th and 15th of April, you can pick up ideas with our Meet the Gardeners sessions, discover interesting facts about health and fitness associated with gardening, and try a drop-in Tai Chi session. Brush up your skills with our Gardening Starting from Scratch workshop at RHS Garden Rosemore on the 2nd of April. Learn how to transplant seedlings, how to make lawns look good, and what to do in the garden this month. Booking is essential and discounted prices are available for RHS members. Our Lint Gold Bunnies have hidden in all the RHS gardens, including Wisley and Surrey. Bring the family for Easter fun every day and join in with the arts and crafts sessions, music, storytelling and plenty of outdoor activities. On the 9th and 10th of April, see birds of prey soaring above the garden and come along and visit our spring ornamental plant competition as well. And don't miss the bumper display of daffodils during the early daffodil competition in the Glass House on the 29th and 30th of March. Details of all these and hundreds of other events are available on our website at rhs.org.uk forward slash gardens what's on. And remember there's still time to book tickets for the RHS London Spring Plant Extravaganza featuring the London Orchid Show, just one of the fabulous events being held in London in the coming weeks. We spoke to RHS London show's manager, George Rodriguez-Martin, to find out more. It's a huge, big show, taking over the two halls. We have Indelinley Hall, we have the Orchid Show, uh, we have exhibitors coming from all around the world, putting together really nice exhibits. We will also have the Young Garden Designer of the Year that is putting together a garden here in the hall. And obviously we will have a really interesting talks programme with anything you need to know about the orchids. Then just across the road in the Lawrence Hall, we have the whole really full of nurseries, tray stands, sundries, anything you need for the garden. We have a talks area over there as well, so you can come and listen to the experts about the plants, about getting ready maybe for the autumn, maybe what to plant for the spring, anything. And the countdown to National Gardening Week 2016 from the 11th to the 17th of April has begun. National Gardening Week is an annual celebration of plants, gardens and all things green, led by the RHS. Every year, hundreds of gardens, museums, charities, individuals and businesses get involved to encourage people across the UK to get out and garden. The theme for this year's National Gardening Week is Getting Fit in the Garden. Hello, I'm Carolyn Craig. And I'm Hannah Dolby. And we're part of the team working on National Gardening Week 2016, from the 11th until the 17th of April. It's a celebration of all things gardens and gardening. And we always have a a theme, different theme each year, and this year the theme's going to be Get Fit in the Garden. So we're looking at ways to encourage um, gardens to explore how healthy gardens are and how um, wonderful they are for all sorts of, um, in all sorts of ways, including fitness, including mental health, including um, just having a, a lovely escape from the hustle and bustle of the world. So we're, we're looking at all the ways that we can demonstrate and showcase that. What we're showing is that actually um, people don't think of gardening as a sport, but actually it is. It's something that you should probably warm up for and stretch afterwards, and, and it's something that you can do badly. Um, so we're we're going to our experts are going to be teaching people, well, on hand to teach people how to do things properly and not hurt themselves. <laughs> So our gardens are doing things like um, there's Tai Chi classes, there's um, tours of the kitchen garden. Our gardeners will be talking about what aspects of their roles keep them healthy and happy. Um, And there's outdoor 
outdoor cookery demonstrations and things as well. So there's a whole kind of plethora of ways that, you, that we're looking at that. Yeah. It is fascinating to know how the way, many ways in which gardening keeps you fit as well. People don't realise how many calories it burns, for example. You know, you can use up in half an hour of gardening, um, depending on the activity you're doing, the same amount of calories as you might use in a half an hour of horse riding. So we're keen to kind of share that wisdom as well. It's very much, you know, the idea of getting across that you've got a green gym on your doorstep, you know. Well, not lots of people don't necessarily consider it a form of exercise but it really is and as well as having aesthetic benefits at the end of your work or fruit literally fruits of your labor you know you can really gain in fitness we do it in April because that's when lots of people venture out into the garden everything is coming to life again you know with scents and color and trees are bursting into blossom so it's also an opportunity to reach out to people who aren't necessarily already that interested in gardening and that's why we do things like the free Friday all four RHS gardens will be open for free on Friday the 15th of April and other organisations will be doing that too so just check the National Gardening Week website which is www.nationalgardeningweek.org.uk And some of the gardens that have signed up already for example Linden Gate in Wendover is a health and well-being charity that looks at the ways of increasing health and well-being through nature they're having a spring fair um, on the 16th of April and Knoll Gardens in Winborn is having yoga sessions and the Kent Association for the Blind is offering practical advice for, for those with low vision so it's great to see the gardens that have already embraced that theme and are already planning lots of different events and we hope that lots more gardens will join up too. The theme this year sits under the umbrella um, of health, happiness and horticulture, which is one of the RHS's big kind of drives and campaigns. We really want to, to show that, you know, gardens and the great outdoors really do make us healthier and happier. So, you know, National Gardening Week is just another chance to spread the word and make the UK a greener and better place. You can find full details of all events, including National Garden Week activities, on the RHS website. Go to rhs.org.uk forward slash gardens what's on. The RHS Lindley Library holds an unparalleled collection of historic and contemporary gardening literature and botanical art. The library curators work to make these accessible to all those with an interest in gardening, RHS members and non-members alike. As part of our drive to help our collections reach broader audiences, the library has just undergone a major refit – resulting in new display spaces for our wonderful collection of botanical art and new digital slideshows to accompany the exhibitions that will allow people all around the country to view these exquisite books and artworks. We spoke to Fiona Davison, Head of Collections from the RHS Lindley Library, to find out more. So it's been a really busy time at the library because at the beginning of this month we reopened after we've done some refurbishment work and what that's allowed us to do is improve the storage of our heritage collections which are unique collections of art and archive and rare books relating to the story of gardening and really importantly also to make a small display area in the upper reading room which is the part of the library that's open to the public and that allows us to safely uh, showcase some of these really rare treasures that in the past we haven't been able to show people. So with this exhibition space we've now got a um, 
planned a programme of a whole year of exhibitions um, and we'll be doing I think six this year. The first one opened on the 7th of March and it's called Exporting Beauty and it's an exhibition um, about the golden age of Japanese nurseries which was about the turn of the century when there was a real amazing fashion for Japanese gardens and Japanese nurseries exported plants in huge numbers but in doing so they made some of the most beautiful catalogues that have ever been made beautiful um, woodcuts on Japanese papers and so this is a chance to showcase those and explain why uh, Japanese plants and Japanese gardens took off in such a big way. Um, so that it's a really nice one to start off with because it's it's a forgotten part of garden history but it's also really really pretty. Uh, and then we'll move on in um, April and May and we'll be doing an exhibition called um, the language of flowers and that's a victorian largely victorian exhibition of books and botanical artwork looking at the idea that flowers had meanings and you could give bouquets that would send a secret message to your loved one uh, so that's quite fun and then in the summer we'll be looking at the history of um, a really unique garden um, in a german prisoner of war camp in ruleben in just outside berlin and then we'll be um, along with a lot of the rest of the gardening world, in September and October, we'll be celebrating the tercentenary of the birth of Capability Brown. And then we'll round the year off, it's going to be a really busy year, we'll round the year off with an exhibition looking at the long history of city gardening and the idea that urban gardens are not new at all. And we'll be looking particularly at a book dated 1712, so looking back 300 years to this story of urban gardening. So it's going to be a really, really packed year and hopefully people will come and see the exhibitions and see the lovely things. So all of these exhibitions are free to visit. Anyone can visit. We're open Monday to Friday, 10 till 5. Uh, RHS members can borrow books as well and each exhibition is going to have a little display of books. So if you want to dig a bit deeper and find out more about any of these fascinating subjects, RHS members can borrow, but anyone can come and visit and we'd really welcome people. Fiona Davison, Head of Collections from the RHS Lindley Library. You can find full details of all upcoming exhibitions, picture galleries and blogs on the library section of the RHS website. Remember, as well as access to the RHS Library services, if you are a member of the RHS, you get free entry to all four RHS gardens, plus the opportunity to buy priority tickets to the RHS flower shows. You can find out more about the benefits of becoming a member of the RHS and book tickets to shows and events on our website. Just go to rhs.org.uk forward slash join. So that's all we have time for in this edition. We'll be back in a fortnight. Until then, remember you can follow us on Twitter at the underscore RHS and like us on Facebook. For now, from me, Tony Dickerson and all the RHS Gardening Podcast team, goodbye. Walking down the path in my garden, and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone. 
and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the Rhydon sooner. With the Cress robotic lawnmower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilize the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the Rhydon. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Discover the beauty of an RHS membership all year round. Save 25% off an RHS membership today when paying by direct debit. Prices start at just £55.50. With a membership, you'll gain access to an array of special events at our gardens all year round. Be the first to know about RHS flower shows and get exclusive member-only days plus reduced rate tickets. And you'll have the chance to enhance your gardening know-how with access to free expert garden advice, monthly editions of The Garden magazine and so much more. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> 